We are standing at the wake of a new era. A time that will fundamentally decide the future of life on Earth. Our future. And there's a lot to do. More than any of us could handle individually. This new world demands a lot of us. Yet climate targets by countries and institutions are still set on 2050 and 2045 measures. And on the one hand, I understand why. Because we need to fundamentally change how we live on Earth. And that is not an easy task. And it is not something that can be done from today to tomorrow. But it is also something that only gives us a 50-50% chance of staying below 1.5 degree warming. A 50-50% chance of spiraling into climate catastrophe. And I'm sorry, but that is simply not good enough. The people that are making these decisions are most likely not the ones who will carry the consequences. We are. Current climate targets and goals are simply not ambitious enough. And to be honest, I'm really tired of that. Yes, long-term targets are important, but how much change do they really encourage right now? 2050, 2045. I mean, who knows what will be then? But what about tomorrow? What about next week? What about next year? What can we do right now? What can we do that is in alignment with a statement of a climate emergency? If the fire alarm goes off, we are expected to be outside of buildings within four minutes. Not four hours, not four days, not four years, not 40 years. And that makes sense. It's for our own safety. Because even four hours in a burning building could mean death. Yet we are watching our planet burn, be exploited and abused, and then people sit and talk about what they can do within the next 10, 20 or 30 years to slowly cease the fire. But that fire will keep burning. It will engulf more and more land every minute that we wait. In my opinion, that's a very strange concept of emergency that leaders are showing. Graspable targets need to be set within the terms of office of leaders, because otherwise, what is the point? There need to be more concrete goals about what needs to be achieved today, tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, not in 10, or 20, or 30, or 40 years. There's just no accountability in those targets. Things can be pushed further out, blame placed on someone else. It is a weak promise. It's not fair on us. It's not fair on future generations. It's not even fair that we as students and school children have to decide how we can bring change in climate action. That we are the ones who have to push this movement. That we are the ones who have to risk our feet and give up our free time, our dreams, goals and education. 
But then again, that's the only sensible choice. We are left with no other option. But then despite everything that we are doing all around the world, it's still being pushed aside for businesses as, as usual. Yes, let's face it, change is scary. But what is far scarier is us reaching tipping points in the climate crisis that lead to catastrophe and collapse. The collapse of our ecosystem is a breeding ground for autoritarianism, fascism and totalitarianism. Human extinction is a real possibility. And it's something we are facing right now. We need to stop acting as if the climate crisis is far out of reach and does not affect us. It is already affecting people all around the world. It is already causing destructions. This earth cannot sustain us any longer in a system built for greed, profit, consumerism and where economic interests trump any consideration or justice for the humans that live on the planet on this planet and those who will carry the biggest consequences of the climate crisis. We need to show that we care so deeply that we are prepared to do everything that it takes to push for climate action and the protection of our planet and future. We need to stand strong for climate justice. As Albert Einstein said, this world is a dangerous place to live. Not because of people who do evil, but because of the people who don't do anything about it. Let's just look at what Greta Thunberg and the Climate Youth Movement have achieved this past year. Look at what we did last week in St Andrews. Our first St Andrews climate action strike on the 15th of March 2019 started out with around 100 people. And then on the 20th of September 2019, we formed a line in the sand of 1,200 people. That is the biggest strike that ever happened in St Andrews. We made history in an 800-year-old university town. But this is far from over. People have to stop watching or talking about the strikes and potential climate targets. We need action and we need system change and we need them right now. The 6th of October 2019 is the start of the International Rebellion led by Extinction Rebellion. I so deeply wish that change would have happened organically as a moral response and obligation to justice and to future generations. But that is not what has happened and it is clear that it won't happen without massive resistance and pressure from us citizens. Peaceful civil disobedience is our best shot at bringing about change. I know not all of us can afford to join the action in London and other major cities around the world. And that's a difficult feeling. I struggle with it a lot as well. But that does not mean we can't do something. That does not mean we can't support the rebellion. We can speak about it, change perceptions, raise awareness, donate, encourage and lead change in our institutions and work. Just because you can't do everything does not mean you can't do something. Let's show them 
that we truly are unstoppable and that another world is possible. Let's join the rebellion.